Hello and welcome to the Redeeming Love Bible Broadcast. My name is Phil Duddy, evangelist with Grace Baptist Tabernacle in King, North Carolina. Glad to have you with me on the program today. And I am joined on the program today by Julius Sitterly. He is a member of Grace Baptist Tabernacle, has been for a number of years. And I want to welcome you to the program, sir. Thank you for being with us. Thank you very much, Pastor Phil, for having me. Definitely good to be here. Yeah, and um, today... I um, want to do something a little bit different on the program, and uh, there's a lot of testimony that uh, Julius would like to share, and wanted to give him an opportunity to come on and do that, and we're definitely thankful for that, thankful that um, you were able to come on, thankful for your willingness there. And so tell us a little bit about your early life. Um, you didn't grow up in North Carolina. Uh, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in uh, Mobile, Alabama, uh, born and raised there. Uh, basically, all the way from uh, grade school through uh, high school there, was raised uh, uh, Catholic and um, been in a, a Mobile pretty much my entire life until uh, college. Until college, okay. And then um, uh, when did you meet the Lord? When were you saved? Um, I was saved in uh, September of 1996. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for me, what was so big is, you know, there were two things I knew, you know, I knew that, I mean, it became real clear to me that I'd never repented of my sin. Mm -hmm. And aside from that, it was just, just the crushing weariness of sin was Mm -hmm. so big in my life, you know, just, um, that was the thing that I can just remember so much, just, you know, people think, you know, sin is so great and stuff like that. And, but, I mean, it's just such a lie because I remember personally for me, there was, you know, just a crushing weight of sin and just a weariness of it. And just, I mean, it, it, I mean, it just wasn't living. Um, and I can remember um, talking to um, Pastor Mark uh, one Sunday after church, and um, he went through the— uh, law and the gospel mm-hmm. with me. And, you know, the Lord really dealt with me because I knew, um, you know, I knew that like he highlighted the sin that I needed to repent mm-hmm. of, the sin that was mm-hmm. so personal to me, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously lots of other sins, but what he pinpointed and said that, you know, this, this is what, you know, you need to repent of. Um, and it was, you know, uh, just such a move of the Lord mm-hmm. with that in such a precious time. Um, and that, you know, that's when I, you know, was saved and um, just the Lord moving. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great thing because there are so many people out there uh, and it's so different from trusting in the things that you do and the things that you don't do. Right. Uh, but resting and and that's a precious thing. Yeah, it's a move of the Lord. Yes, sir. And that salvation is um, is something that the Lord does in a person instead of something that we can earn and things like that. Because um, yeah, so many people, they go through that, and it's this crushing, crushing weight. And the Lord said, um, you know, in, in church, um, you know, even Sunday night, you know, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Yes, yes. And that's so different from all the pressure of trying to perform and trying to do all the right things and don't do all the wrong things and that's et cetera right. and so forth. But but that's um, and that's a precious thing, and then that happened when you were in college, or uh, right after I had graduated, yeah. um, uh, <clears throat> about three months after I'd graduated. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, 
Yeah, and then, um, um, yeah, marriage and family. I know you've got a wife and you've got oh. a daughter. And um, Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. My wife's name is uh, Paula. Um, we met while I was in college in, um, in Charleston, South Carolina. And we, um, let's see, I believe we met in 93. Uh, we got married in, uh, September of, uh, September 14th of 1996. Uh, this past September, we've been married, uh, 23 years mm-hmm. and, um, my, uh, Wife was saved through the uh, church as well, you know, mm-hmm. sitting down, talking to Pastor Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, just really a, a sweet testimony there from her. And um, we have a, a daughter, Madison, who's 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was born um, 2006. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's um, kind of a, a bit of a background there. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, Madison just very recently saved herself, and so that's yes, that's been really awesome. About two two about weeks, two weeks ago. yeah, yes, sir, which is awesome. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, but amen. And then, um, yeah, with um, the current yeah you know, the testimony um, of what you're walking through right now, in terms of medically, you know, you were saved. Um, you know, saved many many years ago, and now, you know, in the past few years, there have been some medical symptoms that have uh, that have come up in your life. And yeah, I really believe um just like you you said uh, before about um um just you, you grew up Catholic and with all the works and things like that and uh, the crushing weight of sin. Um, a lot of people who are going through what you're going through medically or things similar to that, it can it can be this really crushing weight on them. And you know, I'd like to ask if you would share a little bit about. What the what the past few years have been like for you on a medical level? Sure. Um, basically, in um, November of uh, 2017, um, I had taken a, a medication for my back called gabapentin. Um, I had had a really bad uh, reaction to it, and from there, I was um, uh, put in the hospital uh, in December of 2017, and uh, basically. What um, it came down to was that it looked as though I had what's called a functional neurological disorder. Um, We eventually went up to the Mayo Clinic this past Mm -hmm. December, um, talked to them, um, came back here to Winston-Salem. And then we uh, ended up going to the uh, National Institute of Health in April. Um, Again, in all these visits, doctors, tests, things of that nature. Um, And then uh, in August, we went back to the National Institute of Health for um, a research study. Mm -hmm. And the Lord really moved there because... Um, just through his hand, his working, you know, I had an MRI on my first day there. That usually doesn't happen. Usually it's on the last day. And that was so critical. And it was so critical being there um, that the doctors uh, through the MRI uh, found out that I had a, a, a neurodegenerative d- disease, uh, which just means I've lost some uh, white matter in my brain. So um, the Lord really directed us to show us, you know, what 
you know, it wasn't a functional neurological disorder. It was a degenerative disorder in my brain. And, you know, the images showed that. And um, just through all that, he so ordered our steps. I mean, it was just huge what, you know, what he did, um, you know, with me, uh, with my wife, with my daughter, um, and just the, you know, support here at the church and my brothers and the pastors. It's just, um, you know, I don't know how people go through something like that without the Lord. Yeah. And, um, yeah, what would you say to someone who is, um, you know, quite frankly, um, you know, going through it alone, going through it um, without the Lord, going through it, you know, whether it's, um, um, yeah, there's, uh, you know, whether it's something, you know, with the brain like that or whether it's cancer or whether it's another, um, just really, something that a lot of people would write off as just sort of like a terminal or like a death sentence, like your life is over at this point. You know, like, like what, what would you say to a person like that who's gone through that? Um, you know, to a person in a situation like that, I mean, I could, you know, give, you know, maybe some, um, you know, medical practicals of, you know, what to do and, you know, things like that. But I would say the biggest thing you know, for a person going through that would be, you know, I would point them to the Lord first, you know, through, you know, through the law and the gospel, just because it's so completely different going through this with the Lord, because I've been in the hospital settings and there are people that they don't have anybody. It's just them in the hospital. And it's such a, alone, you know, lonely from the outside, you know, there's no visitors, there's, they're not talking on their phones. It's just, they're just laying in the bed. Um, and before I would even touch any human practicals, I would just, you know, share with them the gospel, you know, and, and just say, you know, the Lord saves you and heals you there on the inside, you know, makes you a new creature. Then, Everything else, you know, pales in comparison to that. Yeah. No matter what you're going through or anything else, you know, if that if you're born again, man, that that is such a such a precious thing, you know. And I, I you know, that that's how I would I would be doing a disservice to a person if I didn't start there, you know. And if somebody was, you know, saved going through something like that, you know, I, I would say, you know, just keep pushing and moving forward in the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a time to, to sit back or anything, you know, you just keep moving forward, keep pushing in the Lord and, um, just so huge having, having him and being saved. Reminds me of, uh, I believe it's in, um, Colossians, you know, where, um, you know, Paul's writing and, um, uh, but it's like, um, you know, basically your life is hid with Christ. Yes. Yeah. You know, your life is hid with Christ. It's like, um, you know, we're, we're not so much uh, bodies or souls as we are souls with bodies. And if that soul is saved, you know, that's that's the precious thing. And that's, you know, and I, you know, I suspect that's how a lot of people walk through things like that, because your your eyes aren't so much on the here and now and on the body, uh, on this body. Right. As far as you are eternally minded, you know, the eternal focus. Yes, sir. And uh, that, 
you know, that makes all the difference because it's not just sort of psychobabble. It's not just sort of, you know, just trying to come to terms with this and deal with this and manage this in your life. But it's, um, man, there's a real living God. Yes. Yes. And, and he saved my soul and he, and he gave a word and he's faithful and he's true and he's holy. And, and I'm going to see him someday. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's kind of where the focus is. Yes. And, um, and that's, that's a real precious thing. Mm -hmm. It is because it puts everything into such a different, it's just so different because that's your hope. You have a hope in the Lord and, and, you know, going towards him and, you know, looking to him and you can, you know, you can always grow and you can always move in him and he, you know, always moving forward in him. And there's always, you know, life and growth and, you know, yeah, things might be, you know, uh, difficult in, in your body and things like that, but that's not all the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a whole, you know, you've got the Lord and that if you got the Lord, you got everything, you know, because, um, it, you know, everything else just pales in comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like your own walk with the Lord and, um, you know, it's grown deeper. Um, you know, how about your family? Yeah, have their walks with the Lord. I know. Um, yeah, your daughter's been saved for about two weeks, and that's, and that's, um, that's amazing. That's real precious. Um, yeah, we just um came into a new building in the church, and she'll be um, one of our first baptisms there. And (laughs) yeah, but that's that's great. You know, how about them? Well, you know, uh, like you said, Madison being saved is just you know such a blessing to me and Paula, and you know just the support that she's had from you know. Uh, everyone in the church has just been really helped her because I could see, you know, for a child, that's a difficult thing to see their parents going through that. And I know that is for her, but, you know, um, you know, being saved now and and then also just that support because she's never by herself. She's got people she can talk with. She's got, you know, um, all, all that, uh, assistance and you know the the Holy Spirit inside and mm-hmm. just all that um, and then I know for Paula it's um, it, it's been I know it's difficult mm-hmm. but I know that um, she's got so much of a foundation in the Lord and you know when we uh, I, I, I know that the Lord has prepared her each step of the way because like when we went to Mayo, we went with uh, Pastor, Pastor Chris. Mm-hmm. When we went to the NIH the first time in April, we went with Pastor Chris and Miss Carissa. But then this last time when we went to NIH in August, it was just me and her. Um, and we got some big news when we mm-hmm. were at NIH in August. I think if the Lord hadn't prepared her during the December trip, the April trip, just that foundation, you know, then this August trip, um, he, he prepared her each step of the way, mm-hmm. you know, and, the, and there's that kind of upward growth, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, you know, be just me and her there, but, you know, having that, him built that foundation each step of the way, and then, you know, we're able to handle um, tough news, um, but with him. And, and then in that, you know, she's able to, you know, to pour that out to the Lord. And then also, you know, the body is, is here just to support her. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, that's huge because, um, you know, a lot of people there, um, you know, it's just them dealing with it and, uh, you know, just really need to see what all the Lord's done in her, just getting her stronger and stronger and stronger and just deepen in that relationship yeah. um, with her, which has been, you know, you know, really precious. You know, where a lot of people would say, um, you know, why God and start blaming God and things like that. Yes, sir. You know, but it's but it's so different to to walk through it with God. Yes. And um, yes, sir. Yeah, knowing that God's holy and that God's good, and that um, and that you know God's um, it's sort of like you know God sees sort of the whole picture, if you will. Yes, sir. And um, and it's so easy for us to kind of get wrapped up in you know what we want to see and what we want and what we think, and you know all of a sudden you're you know trying to put God in a box and trying to carve out an idol and things like that, right. instead right. just walking through it with Him. Yeah, and that's um. And that, that just makes all, all the difference in the world. Yes, sir. And, yeah. It's just being able to walk, you know, like you said, I mean, you just, you hit it there. Just um, being able to walk through it with him is just huge, you know. And then, you know, you can look back and see, you know, all these different things that he ordered, you know, because mm-hmm. that's different things. I, You know, for example, I can't make an MRI happen on the first day, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even know I need an MRI, you know, that he (laughs) did. And he, you know, orders that. And you look back and you're just kind of thankful and humbled because it's it's just, you know, man, that's the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, but yeah, just, um, yeah, just one more sort of question if I, if I could, but, um, yeah, a lot of people would say, um, well, hearing you listen to this, um, there's some evangelist and there's a guy there and there's, um, this church that they're talking about, and uh, and that's all great, and and that's that's great for them. You know, I actually heard a guy say that on the on the streets on Saturday. Well, that's I'm glad that's working for you, for you, as opposed to to for me. Um, um, what what would you say to a person who said that? Well, I'm glad that Jesus is working for you. Well, I would say that you know, He died for you. You know, this isn't something that is just mutually exclusive to me or a certain church. You know, just in the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. just thinking about John three sixteen. you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son who should ever believe on him will be saved. I mean, I would bring that up just in the fact of that's that's inclusive of everybody, the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that, you know, I think about Romans, you know, you know, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I mean, that that's everybody, you know, that that's not limited to a certain, not all is everybody. And so I would share those two verses and just say, you know, that that's, you know, that that's you, that's for you. You know, the Lord said that to you, put your name in there, mm-hmm. you know. You know, for God so loved you. Yeah, that he that's a powerful thing. Yeah. So yeah. that that's what I would say. You know, just those two things, just to, um, you know, and make it real personal to him because it is because you know the Lord is a very is personal. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. very yeah. personal. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Lord of all. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of all. 
yeah, and it's um it's a precious thing that um you know whether um people believe or whether they don't don't believe that that doesn't change. You know, he's still created, he still knows, and he still and he still loves, and he still reaches out to the lost. Amen. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, and that's um and that's a great thing. And yeah, I just want to thank you for coming on and and sharing so much with us. Oh, thank you for having yeah. me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, and thank you. And um, yeah, this is um, this has been the Redeeming Love Bible broadcast. And you know, again, um, my name is Phil Duddy. I'm an evangelist with Grace Baptist Tabernacle. And I'd invite you to uh, get in touch with us. And you can do that through email at redeemingthelost at icloud.com. Or if you are in the area of Winston-Salem and um, in the Piedmont Triad here in North Carolina, uh, check out the uh, website. We're a ministry of Grace Baptist Tabernacle. And the website for the church is gbtministries.com. And you can check that website and you'll see uh, service locations and times on the website. And we'd invite you to come out and visit one of our services. Uh, we have a Sunday morning service, a Sunday evening service, and Wednesday night service. And we'd love to meet you in person and hear what the Lord's doing in your life. And again, I do want to thank you for listening. And I want to thank uh, Julia Siddeley once again for coming on and sharing with us. Thank you.